0: Hello and thank you for tuning in to Real Matters of the Heart where we say life is about chances and you can determine how many you take but not how many you get. My name is Joy. I'm your host. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to Local Astronauts Radio and today i am recording in sunny socal we are outside because it is blazing hot i don't know if mother nature or god or somebody did not get the memo it's supposed to be fall but it's been 100 degrees and i think it's like 98 degrees or something today so i am sitting outside just fyi you will be hearing some ambient noises some people talking some wind blowing some traffic and all of that but hopefully our conversation will keep you uh nice and focused on what we are talking about today because i am here with a special guest coming all the way from New York City. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. That's where you from?
1: Yeah, I'm from, uh, actually born in Cali. Okay, then I, moved. I didn't know that. Born in Cali, I was born on an Air Force base in Cali. And then I moved to the East Coast and became the beast that I am today because of the East Coast. So, Derek Gaines here. How's everyone <laughs> doing? Did you like that intro? That was,
0: okay, Yeah, It had Come to be on. as
1: deep as the, the chances and the choices. That was deep, <laughs> You don't know how many chances you, you take, but you don't know how many you will get. That's deep. That's that's real deep <laughs> it's stuff. It's true, though, right? We got to
0: take chances, but we might run out them things.
1: Yeah, we might run out them. We things. We
0: might run out them things. So you got but you got to take them. You got to mm-hmm. take a risk. Mm-hmm. No risk, no reward. No risk, no reward. This is all good. It's all R's, good thing. You good. see what I'm doing there? Alliteration. See what you're doing. alliteration. Okay, come on. Good. That might be good. So to roll into it, Mister uh, the Beast himself, what they call him, the Great Boy. Yeah. Mr. Derek Gaines, born in L.A., raised on the East Coast, yeah. is a comedian, if you can't tell. Yeah. he got jokes. Big time He's comedy. actually kind of funny. I saw him. I laughed a little bit. I chuckled. <laughs> <laughs> I might have chuckled here or there. Okay. No. But he's he's a funny man. And uh, today we're actually going to be talking a little bit about comedy. And particularly comedy and, and its responsibility and its role in reflecting the times. You guys yeah. know... Lots is happening in the streets uh, with the police brutality and the presidential debates and just the political climate in general um, across the country. And so I have made a conscious choice as of like the last couple of weeks, I think probably or months, (coughs) to just be really conscious of like how much of this stuff I consume because you can literally drive yourself crazy trying to just trying to stay informed. There's new stories, there's new victims, there's new stuff just happening constantly. And... If you're not really being conscious of how much of this you choose to immerse yourself in, it can drive you crazy. But on the flip side of that, it is important to stay informed. Yeah. So um, recently actually, there's a clip of Dave Chappelle floating around that I saw someone posted of him talking about the things that are going on. Well,
1: it's, not, it's not comfortable like it used to be. I don't know how transgender people beat black people in the discrimination Olympics. If a cop shot this many trannies, you would be like, it's a goddamn conspiracy.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> the niggas gonna stop wearing high heels just to feel safe. <laughs> <laughs> Problem officer? <also. laughs> was my bag on personal matches there, bro.
0: Have you seen that clip? We talked about it a little bit.
1: And he's absolutely right.
0: So in the clip... First um, off,
1: as a comedian, Dave Chappelle's the Frank Sinatra comedy. Man,
0: okay. So can we please get into that for just a moment? Because I want to share with you a little bit of a conversation that I had about that clip. Yeah. But um, let's talk about you as a comedian. What's your viewpoint in terms of your responsibility or your role in reflecting the times and making sure that you especially as a black comedian as a black man in this country which you are they're going to see that before they see comedian or anything else yeah. about who you are yeah so how do you balance you know living in this world having this experience knowing this truth and then having the responsibility of going out there night after night or however frequently and you know kind of trying to make people laugh and escape from that but at the same time not wanting to pretend that it's not happening yeah like is that something that you even think about well
1: or? The key is, like you said, you gotta find where you where you are, so you don't drive yourself crazy.
0: Yeah. So
1: one side of the spectrum, too much, you get too militant. Right. You get you get too standoffish. You get too you get too preachy, mm-hmm. and nobody wants to laugh anymore. Right. They want to listen, or they might be annoyed, or you might make them angry. Right. Because of what's going on. Right. Because James Baldwin said "Someone paraphrasing, to be black in America is to live in rage constantly. Yeah, man, so, and, and
0: to be black and conscious, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's to live it.
1: rage, but at the same time, I'm not a coon.
0: I'm not right. going to
1: house slave it and go, bro, I don't know what Master's doing outside. Nah, I'm not right. going to do that. Right, right. So, as a comic, as a comedian, I feel like you have to make light out of every situation because tragedy plus time equals comedy. Yeah, and the word "new victim" is 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 fucking petrifying to me. Yeah. New victim, right? And it's like, damn, a new victim, another one. Another they got us one. again. Yeah. And you sit there like, damn. So to not say anything, you look, you look like are you stupid? Right? Are you? Are you not? Just disconnected. You think Do you these not people? Care? You think these people in the crowd don't want to hear what the fuck you got to say? Even if they don't. But you should feel something as an as a black entertainer to be able to do what you do, you know. And the people that have done shit in front of you for you to be who you are now, black, somebody black that had to that had to take that step, had to get that hose in the face, had to take that bull in the ass, whatever. whatever, whatever it was historically, for you not to say anything. Is, is fraud. To
0: completely disregard. Yeah. Don't call. That you can call yourself
1: in. a clown, but don't you fucking dare call yourself a comedian right. if you don't want to say anything about this shit.
0: Right.
1: So now, so, so I feel like there's, it's always, there's, there's lines, balances, and happy mediums that you got to find, yeah. and then you got to make the best out of a worst situation, and and don't be, and don't tell me that uh, it's too, too, it's too you soon see. to joke with, it's too much to fuck, it's, it's too much to, to tease. But if I don't, then I'm gonna see here, I'm gonna be crying with you.
0: Right So yeah. so we talk about Now we're moving into Comedy as Beyond like A form of therapy Maybe for the people In the audience yeah. It's also a form of therapy For the performer Or yeah, for the comedian Stage
1: has always been Therapy for me
0: Yeah and I hear A lot of comedians Or entertainers I think in general Saying things like that that when they do their art whatever that may be yeah. that is in a form of, of escapism from the reality but at the same time especially when you talking about singers and people like that yeah. it's like i'm escaping from that reality but at the, at that in that same moment simultaneously reflecting that reality so yeah. that's an interesting kind of um, I like juxtaposition feel, or dichotomy in that space
1: i like to feel that you escape from the stage but when you make jokes about what's going on you're facing the reality right but you're but you're backed with funny
0: Right, <laughs> I'm right. back with humor. Right, so I'm facing that. this shit, yeah. but yeah. I got I
1: got humor in my heart. I got I got how can I make some joyous shit out of this, which is hard to do. Yeah. So maybe not. The solution I'm only gonna solve right there is just making people feel feel a little bit better about little what's little going on. It is fucked up, <laughs> but this hour of comedy, this thirty minutes, and it was a release from what the hell's going on outside. Right. But this dude's perspective made me see, and it's it's a good way to think.
0: Right.
1: If anything, if Anything we need positivity right now
0: absolutely one hundred percent so it's almost like I wonder sometimes in just knowing the complexity of emotions even if sometimes hearing that reality uh, reflected back to us in the form of comedy is almost like a nervous laughter it's like a nervous laughter of of how true it is yeah and like you said before, I think it was something to the effect of pain plus timing equals comedy yeah. and it's kind of like the that that gift or that ability to Use the right words or the right vocal inflections or just whatever that is to really be able to pull whatever bit of entertainment, mm-hmm. for lack of better word, which yeah. sounds incredibly like insensitive, yeah, insensitive. You know, to think like of our death as being some kind of yeah. amusement and it's not at all. Now, please don't misunderstand me when I say that, but I mean from from the perspective of escapism and whatever that is, like to hear it. You know, one of the people who does that very well, we know, is like a a Richard Pryor, for instance, or so yeah. even especially a Paul Mooney, if you're talking about like moving towards the militant oh, yeah. end of it, I mean, yeah. we know what he is very yeah. well known for. We should have a revolution every four years. We should go up in that White House and chop off heads. Oh, they'd act right then. We Every four years, we go in there and chop some heads off. Hurry, hurry, put the money back. They're coming. Put the money back. they think they can just say and do whatever they want to that we don't count and look at history no outside country attacked Russia Russia fell what internally because of the way they were treating their people. And if this race shit is gonna be our downfall. If we don't get this shit together, we're at war right now. We're at war. Those people are fishbowling us. We're at war. We're talking democracy and freedom and they watching our every fucking move. And this racial shit, we better put it on hold. We can get back to it after the war, but we better put this shit on hold.
1: As a black man, you wanna have a sharp tongue now. Yeah. You want it. You want to ruffle the feathers of white people. You want to. You you want to be a voice for for all the victims and the families of the victims. Right. And you want to be strong. Mm-hmm. You want to. You want to stand up to the man and say I am. Right. But it's all about presentation because if I give you a steak dinner on a trash can top, you're not going to eat it. Right. So if I put it on a plate, some fly ass shit. <laughs> but it's the same. You put a, thing. Little it's it, like, a little drizzle around it, little drizzle stuff. It it empowers black people yeah. at the same time, making white people understand.
0: Yeah.
1: So, that's the level. But that's the art of it. That's, Which the, is that's like, the art of the jokes. That yeah, white people understand like And that's not, the hardest part.
0: And the thing is, it's not that it's the hardest part. It's that it's not our job. And but that's not. like a whole other conversation. Because it's not like, I cannot make you understand something. Yeah. And to ask me in, my, in the midst of my pain yeah. to even attempt to do that is like insult to injury. Uh-huh. Right? Like, I'm in the midst of grieving for my brothers and sisters yeah. in these streets and on top of that you want to come and ask me why mm-hmm. like really you don't see us literally yeah. getting shot down so in like the that's a whole in the streets in real in like the in
1: real time like a movie in no real
0: man. time like going viral I'm seeing your actual body right yeah. now like that shit is next level yeah. we, we mentioned a little bit about um, Richard Pryor and a little bit about Paul Mooney yeah. who we know are very, yeah. very good at kind of bringing the political undertones to their stories and just really coming straight at you with it there's a clip of a um, There's a clip that I shared of Richard Pryor some time ago when he's talking about, you know, um, somebody being shot multiple times and the officer saying it was an accident. That a nigga six times in the chest uh, well, my gun phone
1: just went crazy <laughs> even in the 70s
0: right it was going on right right know? and and the thing is and that's the thing about it like we are enraged now as a new generation yeah. but it's because it's different said that now like, he saying that. he said
1: uh when the cops came I went in the house because cops they got magnums too, and they don't kill car, they kill nigger, like that's, <laughs> that's
0: classic Richard. That's classic And that was 79. So it's like... So there we got a little like comedy Wilson history said, right there, racism, 79.
1: Racism ain't getting worse, racism's getting filmed.
0: Yeah. And that's what Will Smith, I am like, this is some deep shit. Yeah, that's, it's true, it's true. And so, to come and bring it a little bit more current, yeah. there's a clip floating around right now of a recent show of Dave Chappelle, I'm not sure where he was or it's what's somewhere. going but he was doing a show recently, and someone filmed it. And there's a clip floating around where he said something to the effect of, "If trannies, excuse my language, and you know this if is cops I'm, are I'm, shooting this as many trannies, you'd be yeah.
1: like, damn, you think it is, it's a conspiracy going on?"
0: Right, Real. and that's exactly what he said. And there was some pushback. A friend of mine shared it on social media, and there was some pushback. And mostly the pushback was about the language, which and I and I have to and I have to yeah. kind of go back and check myself because I actually did engage in this conversation. And it was about the language that he used, which was totally, totally missing the point, which is that if any other group of people, if any Any other other. group of people was being killed in the streets the way that black men are on camera with impunity, being left on the hot pavement for hours with no help or being driven around in paddy wagons with you know no help or getting whatever kicked, the situation is an any attacked. other group of people yeah. was this was happening on video going viral for millions of people to see on yeah. social media yeah. we're supposed to be just like share, have fun oh my god yeah. catching up it would be people would be going crazy yeah. people would be going nuts absolutely crazy and and I feel you it's like the reality of that is still people are still missing it yeah People still wanna be like, but he didn't have to say tranny. Like, are that, we for real? We, and, I, and here, I can't believe I engaged. And here's in that. my
1: response to that. I'm Derek Gaines, you can find me on Twitter, Derek <laughs> Derek Warren Gain. Come holler at me, come see me. Uh you gotta understand, getting caught up in the language is a scapegoat. Because right. if you get see, you get a word you get offended by words like tranny. I don't, because you know, that's nickname's been out. But what I get scared of is Gestapo style policing.
0: Right.
1: These cops are acting like Nazis now.
0: Yeah. I've seen it. Yeah.
1: And X talked about that in a, in a, in a clip from the 60s. Right. Uh, police officers will exercise Gestapo style police. And Gestapo is that German Nazi style police. Right. So that, that word scares me more than trannies ever could. Right. And Dave was making a good point because y'all answered to it.
0: Exactly. Y'all, oh, oh,
1: oh, and you're so
0: offended because you know he's right. And the, and the thing is, and so then it, be, it rolled into this debate about, you know, You know, transgender people also being marginalized and also being, you know, victims of hate crimes and being targeted and being all these things. And it was like, then I got caught up, and I promise you, like, as I think back about it, I'm like, I can't believe I fell for the okie doke. But we did. I got rolled up into this conversation about basically like almost comparing notes like, well, this happened to us and this happened to us. And it's like, you know what? Nobody is saying that one's tragedy or loss is worse Mm -hmm. or that the trauma that we suffer at Mm -hmm. the hands of anyone. That is committing a hate crime, mm-hmm. a violent hate crime, especially is worse than another person. It's not about you know tallying up the votes or whatever that. Yeah. It's about understanding that hate is hate, bad yeah. is bad, wrong is wrong. And in this situation, if it were a bunch of transgender people laid out in the streets yeah. on video yeah. for the world to see, day after day after day after day, mm-hmm. the wor- shit would be different. Mm-hmm. Point blank period. The end. Yeah. And you can spin it all you want to. And the only way that we can really ever go back and seriously debate this is if we have a history, a videotape yeah. of the shit happening to, trans- to transgender people. Yeah. And I'm not wishing that on them. No. I don't even want that to happen for, th- for this to become a valid conversation. But yeah. the point is, it's valid for the fact that if it were happening, yeah. y'all be going crazy. Because y'all yeah. going crazy over the fact that he said it. He just said it in y'all math. just mad. said
1: it. I like to see i like to see Caitlyn Jenner hold up the Black Lives Matter sign.
0: Oh, man, come on. <laughs> I'd like to see that. And come you know on it ain't going to happen. You're, listen.
1: Is that too much? I'm sorry. Did I offend the PC world with that? You
0: know what? Listen, you are now tuned in to Real Matters of the Heart on local Astronauts Radio, where we get real up in here. If yeah. you don't like it, change the station. i like, to, I like station. to see a hold up that 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 sign. It's not going to happen. Yeah, it's not going to happen, and we know that it's not going to happen.
1: Well, my, my son-in-law's Kanye.
0: Oh, yeah. You know what? Goodbye. Yeah, whatever. But uh, because I uh, um, knocked it off.
1: This is a weird America, man. It's like yeah. third world America almost feels like. But like third world America, and it is tough sometimes to call yourself an American as a black person. But I'll tell you this: I, I'll say it. I'll say that I'm an American due yeah. to the resilience of Black Americans.
0: Hey, let me tell you something. So now I'm an American about, on that fact. Man, on the resilience. Resilience is like. So, are we resilient because we have to be? Like, we don't have a choice. We don't. We don't have a choice. Like, well,
1: we well, slavery don't that choice, get
0: to not bounce back.
1: Yeah, we get because... We
0: don't get to not bounce back. Yeah. Like, what does that even look like for us? Yeah. What does that look like for us? to just throw in the town give up and be like, this no. is too much, I can't take it anymore. Yeah. What does that even look like for a black person in this country? Yeah. Does it look like moving away? Because I know that's a large part of the conversation right now. A lot of people... Yeah.
1: And shout out to Greer Barnes. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to... Shout out to Greer Barnes for, uh... He says a joke. Look him up, Greer Barnes. is a very, very funny New York comedian. And he does this joke and everybody laughs at it. But I've always sat in the back and go, damn, that's some strange shit. He said... And I quote Greer since we're talking about comedy and what's going on. He said, what if there was a spaceship to come take all the black people back to planet black black?
0: Planet Black Black?
1: Take them back to Planet Black Black. Listen, because I'm
0: talking about moving to Mars, but if yeah. Planet Black Black is a thing, i like take me there.
1: Big old party ship, everything's for us by us. Because the
0: party ship is the mothership.
1: Yeah, we go up. You <laughs>
0: know it then is. All the
1: black people gone. He was like, he was like America would wither away.
0: Man, see that's the part, yeah. and so now, now it becomes a question of: Are we subconsciously or unconsciously not doing that for this, for this, this resilient spirit that is also very gracious yeah. and like wants to not see this country go to shit yeah. because we, basically, not even basically because we built and maintain it. Yeah.
1: Like, built, is that is that
0: part of it? Yeah. We. Is that march, part of why we don't just we even, bone the hell out? I don't understand
1: because we just so compassionate it seems to.
0: Like, to a fault. To
1: a fault. If that's
0: even a thing.
1: If it is. Because I see Black Lives Matter people marching for white victims. Absolutely.
0: because that's a, And that's the other part about this whole Black Lives Matter thing yeah. is that, unfortunately, it's been taken by those people who try to hijack everything we do to mean the same thing that it means if somebody were to say white lives matter. Mm-hmm. And, like, what we have to understand is, like, historically, when people talk about white power and nationalism and things like that... It is literally an exclusive movement, meaning if you are not us, we don't give a damn about you. Mm-hmm. Whereas when we say Black Lives Matter, it's not because we're saying we're the only ones that matter. Mm-hmm. And I'm and I'm talking to my audience as though y'all don't know this. I know y'all know this, but the point that I'm making is that when we hear things like that, and then we see ourselves going out here in our Black Lives Matter ness, whatever that means, and whether it's ro- you know protesting or boycotting or Facebook. Whatever social media, you know, thugging it out or whatever it is that you're contributing to this. However it is that you are participating in whatever type of growth, movement, empowerment we're trying to do as a people collectively. Mm -hmm. And you see that and then you see the white victim or the brown victim or the Native American victim or whatever. And we're still we're right there on the front lines with them. Is that indicative of our resilience bordering on the line of this kind of acculturation or assimilation that... We are so far gone from who we are that we don't really necessarily identify separate from the culture of America that is incredibly you know, yeah. historically white. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, like and I know this that could have gone like way far off from what it to yeah, me. No, but yeah, like you know sense. what I mean? Like what how what is that? Like what is it that keeps us bouncing back, but bouncing back right into the same scenario that knocked us down in the first place Mm, that's deep like uh, what is
1: that that is an algorithm it's a it's a very complicated algebra problem how being black in America is 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 it's a it's an equation yeah it seems we're figuring it out but it's like we are you know everybody wants to be the most oppressed but it's obvious that we are
0: I mean, in so many ways. In so many ways. But be, be, starting with the fact that it's been going on the longest. Yeah. Like the longest, openly to like the nth degree from every educationally, economically, socially, mentally, physically, always. Like literally. So, and again, I don't. I'm not trying to take notes and say, oh, you know, whatever. What I'm saying is like the reality of what this is When we talk about where we are as a people Who we are as a people What we are capable of as a people You cannot talk about that In the context of being in this country Without mentioning all the shit that we've had to come back from Or fight through Or whatever Whatever that may look like or be For us So it's like I don't really know I don't really know I don't really know like what what that looks like when you're talking about like identification or identity <coughs> identity in this country black yeah. black person's identity because it looks we're not a monolithic people we look like so many things we have so many different experiences in different parts of the country it yeah. means a different thing to be black you know all these different things whatever so because we're not a monolithic people because we are so complex because our experiences span the gamut of you know whatever that may look like or the, feel like or be
1: span the gamut of a,
0: like. Of a-
1: a white kid that plays soccer every Saturday, right? like, a, like a white mom that got teenage kids that just they gonna do whatever and they gonna make it home. Right. But black parents can't think that all the way. Right. And when you sit in America where you go, I'm gonna let my son take the car out, at 17, right. I hope he get back. Right. We're living in a different world. And uh, maybe it's not to be figured out, but it's to be lived through right. and lived through. Not we don't we ain't gonna die in this right but I I but here's the thing I don't know I know as much as you know right. joy so that's where I'm at I'm, I'm I'm here telling these jokes I'm here trying to make enough money to support my family in case some shit go down
0: right and so that's the thing like so when you are doing you going about life you wherever yeah. you are in this world and you hear the next story the next hashtag the next whatever happened yeah. uh, obviously you're not like ooh, can't wait to write a write a joke about it I mean that's obviously not what's happening yeah. in your mind but when it boils down to it and again this is how you feed yourself and your yeah. family and this is how you you know take care of whatever when it comes down to that moment of having to hash through the material and try to figure out how you're going to address it, whatever like what does that process look like for you? The
1: process is uh, you take it you ask how it makes you feel and then you put thoughts with those feelings yeah. and then you just start writing sometimes mm-hmm. joke works sometimes joke doesn't work yeah. but if you land something you land something Right. And that's just something else in your repertoire that you can you can you can address to the to the folk. You gotta drop gems now. If you black and you an entertainer, you have the opportunity to be a gem dropper.
0: Absolutely, because you got ears and eyes yeah, on you, you. Yeah,
1: so write some bomb shit and 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 bring it from and write it from the heart. Yeah. How's this shit really make you feel? If you don't give a fuck about it, then that's one thing. But if you do Yeah, how does this really make you feel? Yeah. And how do you need people to feel when you say this shit?
0: Right. That's a, that's a huge... So. That's a huge... Like, authenticity across the board, regardless of yeah. whatever field, whatever yeah. thing we're talking about. That's going to always connect. That's going to always drive the point home, whatever that point is you're trying to make. When you're speaking from your truth mm-hmm. about your experience or your feeling or your understanding of a thing, mm-hmm. that's going to always connect. And I, I'm thinking of myself in an audience. I'm thinking of myself in an audience Mm -hmm. and like what that feels like when, you know, you're laughing and whatever, and they just say like some ill shit that is just like, yo, (laughs) that just, it like, it's almost like a gut punch, but I don't know, like I'm making a decision to laugh at it, like. Hurtful as it is when you say that thing. Francis, I'm working on a joke now. Really funny. I'm working
1: on a joke now. All right. And this may be funny, might not be, but I take this chances. (laughs) Let's go. It's a a work in progress. Come on, y'all. Story is me and my buddy, we was 13. Me and him was 13. I lived in a white neighborhood. I came up cul de sac black. I'm I'm from the Burbs. Cul
0: de sac black. I'm cul de sac
1: black. Come from the Burbs. I'm from a bourbon area. Me and my boy, we're in uh, this the suburbs of Philly. And uh, we, we decided to go get some cheese steaks one night, right? So we walk and walk and go to get the cheesesteaks And a cop starts tailing us Right starts creeping up mm-hmm. And then he stops us and says We resemble some bank robbers That was around the way I'm like alright so I, I'm a bank robber with a bike <laughs> And first of all who the fuck says robber What, what was this McDonald's What are you doing <laughs> Was this the playhouse Huh? Right. So robbers Yeah, uh, yeah uh, what are y'all doing in this neighborhood And I remember he said it I'm like I'm from this neighborhood I am the neighborhood What are you talking about so he proceeds to pull us over in a, in a shopping center, right? Mm-hmm. Shopping center, it. and uh, you know he puts my boy in the trunk, puts me on the hood, makes me take my shoes and socks off. I'm excited. I'm a little. Uh, it's cold out, so I'm shivering. So he thinks I'm on cocaine, obviously.
0: Shoes and socks. Made me take my shoes socks heard heard check for drugs.
1: and socks off. I've never heard And he made me Is that shoe- what happens? Is that normal? Uh-huh. No, it's not. Okay. It's, it's so uh, racial understand. profiling. That's what's called. And uh, he makes this he strips. He makes my boy take all his. His stuff out of his pockets and we're, they're, they're filling us up, groping us down, trying to figure out if we can get something on these two little black kids. 13, 13, 13. And, um, and they didn't find anything. Didn't find a drop of shit. Didn't find anything to get us with. So they mad, right? But the only thing that made me mad was not necessarily the racial profile, because cops is a bunch of dickholes. It's like they did this in front of a blockbuster video. Oh, of course. So and you remember Blockbuster Video had the the, the the windows from the floor to six. Exactly. So people in there rent movies. Stop renting movies. Start watching a movie. Uh, exactly. And white people was just excited talking. About, I know how this one ends. Yeah. Usually the niggas don't make it out, right? <laughs> so when we made it out, it yeah. almost was like people were kind of mad. <laughs> like, plot twist. Yeah. Plot twist. <laughs> God damn these indies with they <laughs> with they abrupt endings where they live when you thought they was gonna die, right? So more the story is we still got the cheesesteaks and they were. <laughs> And they were significantly more delicious because who knew tears add so much flavor? Oh man. To a fucking cheese steak, like who knew tears? Oh, it's the sodium. It's that had, extra the saltiness. Salt, like I think that's what Lowry's is. It's man. the tears. It's the salt extracted you from the tears of innocent black people. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, I think that's what Lowry's cheese salt what Lowry's is. is? It, is the, it is the salt extracted from innocent black victims and bystanders of police. Brutality. Oh, so, no. yeah, uh, so people are either going, white people no. are already going to be pissed off. As soon as I hit that, who knew cheese steaks tasted so good because tears add flavor? <laughs> they going to hurt, but that's that's real. You see what <laughs> I'm saying? So, you laughing, it's fucked up, but you ain't here getting your giggle on it's right funny, now. But so, but that's that's the comedy. Funny. I made it out. <laughs> Thank you, God. Now I got to write my testimony. Right. And my testimony yeah. is jokes. That's what my shit is. Right. So, so therefore, we have to... We have to stay strong. Yeah. And if... My job is to keep black people strong. And when you laugh, you're using muscles. So fuck it. Right. Because
0: that's a little ab workout. Yeah. Shout out to the abs. Uh-huh. If I
1: can keep y'all core right so y'all can run from the cops... <laughs> Come
0: on, or keep
1: your car right. Keep your car right so y'all can <laughs> run from the cops or or or, or, or 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 think of some joke while you're getting pulled over to keep you not angry enough right. to go to fuck home. Right. Then I'm that guy. Right. I'll take that job. Because right. I don't want to see nobody else. I, I don't want to see us die no more. I yeah. don't. And that's for real. And with that for realness, this is that's how I write. Yeah. How am I gonna help my brother? How am I gonna help my sister? Because right now it's tough out here. The beast, the, the beast is trying to get at us. Right. But we bigger than the beast.
0: Absolutely.
1: So it's like always, no.
0: always. So it's
1: the resilience. My God. So, but that's but that's how that's how the joke works. I think I explained that.
0: I think that was that was that was legit. I laughed. Yeah. So that was like a real laugh. The yeah. Lowry's joke. That was good. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm gonna. The leading
1: was. I had to explain the story in order right. to give you the whole. But no, yeah, but it. who knew? Who knew? Cheesesteak tastes so good Man, if because Lowry's tears that extra Lowry really seasoning salt is. is the salt extract from the tears of innocent black people. I think that's a damn. That's a cold game
0: right there.
1: Joke work. It is, but uh, it is. but I'm aware of what's going on. And yeah. uh, in this racial light, I see what the football players are doing. I see what the basketball players are doing, and uh, I don't have the money they got. But I got right. a voice that's bigger than theirs. Well, I got right. a voice that could be bigger than theirs one day, so I'm gonna just keep using it.
0: Or, but I mean, even just it's just it's just.
1: Or, or should I say, the basketball players in football that's not doing anything because the ones that are do like Carmelo and right, Brianna. yeah, and Dwayne Wade and all that. I get that. Oh, oh, Hope for Audio.
0: Right. <laughs> so let me remind you, we are sitting outside because it is a warm, beautiful day in sunny. Actually, in SoCal. not that bad. The humidity's down. So it I is. I don't know what. The Degrees are. I don't know how many of them are out here, but it's, they out here. I think, the it's, uh, are I think it's high
1: 80s. So I think it's 88 today. Okay,
0: that's the 88. Estimation it's from? going
1: back to 80, 82 tomorrow. Then it's going to be like 70 on Thursday. I'm looking forward to that. 75 on Thursday.
0: Comedian slash meteorologist. Well, yeah, I got it on my phone. I you know. <laughs> I'm
1: because cur- my eczema, I got sensitive skin. I I, I, I gotta know <laughs> what the day is going to deal me because my skin is going to react to it.
0: What's, mm. what's hilarious and Please believe I'm not laughing at the eczema, but so y'all know I'm locking my hair. We have a hair conversation. He hops in the car. We get started. The first thing he says is, "I'm trying to do that with my hair, but I gotta call the Africans and they can't be putting that product in my shit. I can't handle because my skin can't handle it. My forehead
1: skin can't handle so many thoughts happen in one. The drip, like the drip from the because I'm if I'm sweating, that's gonna come out. It's gonna come and my forehead gonna get all bumpy and bumpy. I need my forehead skin to be good, and that's where the eczema hits quick. My Elbows, knees, forehead.
0: So, anybody out there with eczema who might have a hair grooming tip that does not require. I want to twist product, my head up. I
1: want to twist up my hair, but I just don't need the beeswax or the thickener. I just need you to be skilled with twisting.
0: Can it just be like natural products?
1: Yeah. Like nothing
0: but juices and berries?
1: If I you give me some juice and berry mix, <laughs> I'm good. I like the natural stuff. I've been using black soap and, Come and on, African Shea Butter. And it's all right.
0: You are right. Uh, okay. So let's talk about, I just heard also, um, what's his name? Kevin Hart just surpassed Jerry Seinfeld as the highest paid bomb, comedian. Bomb, bomb, bomb. Ama- okay, we're going to pause right now because FedEx is driving by. Hope for audio. <laughs> Hope for audio. And if you just tuned in, we, you are now listening to local Astronauts yeah. Radio, Real Matters of the Heart. I am your host, Joy. Yeah. And I'm here talking with Mr. Derek Gaines, comedian out of New York City. He is here visiting um, sunny SoCal and we are sitting in the park. So yeah. that's why you hear all this ambient noise and wind and the brother over here, my Latino brother over here earlier, he has some mariachi playing, joints playing, playing from and his cell playing, phone.
1: He, playing, uh, They're sitting EPMD on music. milk crates
0: Play playing cards. cards in the park. Yeah. Let me tell you something about, and that's another thing about our people, black yeah. and brown people. We going to make it a party. Yeah. We going to make it a party. That's another reason why we're so resilient. Because all right, you got that. You going to kill us. You going to do all that. We just going to turn up in these streets.
1: Yeah, we're going to turn these crates over make them little seats. And we we're going to play dominoes. We're going to play cars. We we're going to we do all that. Yeah. Because
0: you're not going to stop my party. You're not
1: going to... Yeah.
0: You're going to shoot us. We're going to burn our shit down. And we're going to get these meal crates. And we still going to turn up. Yeah. <laughs> that's how that's getting ready to go. Yeah. So, anyway. Uh, we were talking about Kevin Hart. And I was mentioning that Kevin Hart is... Uh, just He just surpassed Jerry Seinfeld as the highest paid comedian. Mm-hmm. Which... Who knew Jerry Seinfeld still held at that spot? I certainly didn't. Oh, yeah, I know. So, Seinfeld. what does he even do?
1: It's called reruns.
0: Okay, so he was getting... Damn. Okay.
1: It's called being the number one... whole. for audio. It's called having the number one sitcom for
0: I don't know how long. I would also like to know, just on the strength of these sirens that just went by, that we are sitting in the park, but we're also in Beverly Hills. So... That was a fire engine. That wasn't... There was a fire engine. Yeah. Okay, because I just wanted to say we ain't just sitting. in Some the little
1: room. rich white kid probably set his room on fire. From free basin. Anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> not free basin. <laughs> doing something. You know how white kids do the drugs, baby.
0: <laughs> what is going on? Clearly, we picked the noisiest day hey, on man. the planet to be recording
1: outside. Uh, Kevin, being that, oh no, finish the finish the topic.
0: No, so that was just all I wanted to say. So we were talking about Jerry Seinfeld, and you were saying that he's money is coming from his residuals from Daddy. the repeat and plus run, and Seinfeld, you know, he got he got stuff. But is he still doing stand up? He, you know I saw what? him do stand
1: up the other night. Did uh, you? last the last time I was at the store, phenomenal thirty minutes, it was my rebirth. Uh was
0: it Jerry
1: Seinfeld was a beast, man. He's still he he's still got still it. Good. And uh, his name kind of rings. And he probably yeah. owns stuff, you know, yeah. comedians and cars with coffee and all that. He's getting money. Oh, like that's he,
0: right. He has that one show or whatever was. He has anti-cars. He does, he, he, Seinfeld does things. He, he probably also was getting residuals from that Wale album.
1: And the Wale album was
0: bananas. So I was like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that Seinfeld, had all the Seinfeld clips in so between. Good. So good. So good. But um, that.
1: Kevin Hart being the number one, if you're a hater, you can't be inspired. Only right. if you're a hater, you can't be inspired by that. That's because a good one. first of all, little dude from Philly. Yeah. Now he did number, like when you sell out a football stadium, you can't hate on that kind of work. Yeah. So I never did. I was always a Kev fan. Still gonna be a Kev fan. And he's inspired me to shit to just get half that. Let I don't even want 87 something. million dollars. But Is four, that what he but, has? But,
0: but 43
1: 44 is fine. I'll take but to be but to do that you go you know, black people can still do this. And hey, he went
0: so hard these last couple of years though, yeah. like multiple films in the theaters back to back, touring he all over the everything world, worldwide got. tour. What I appreciate got. about him too though is that he it seems at least to me had a, had a very strong vision for himself like I really as a fitness person appreciate his his partnership with Nike he has the shoe and he's doing all the you know move with heart really promoting um, healthy living doing these little marathons all around the country and promoting just health and which is incredibly important for everybody but particularly for somebody like him who's on the road and away from home and traveling and crazy crazy sleep schedule and things like that so I just really appreciate that he's moving even beyond the scope of comedy and you know stand-up and looking at life on a much broader scale I heard he's also coming up with a network LOL network like a TV mm-hmm. network or something
1: it's network got Jumanji coming out uh, his heart of the city thing on Comedy Central the dude is everywhere yeah and he if you, if you want to corner the market you do it like Kevin Hart did it
0: yeah he's Kevin out Hart is a
1: he's a, he's a he's a mogul he's the first comedy mogul and he did it and you go wow and uh I knew and he's the and hear me out if you don't think he's the biggest comic ever then I'm gonna prove you wrong the motherfucker has his own line of emojis so he therefore,
0: does.
1: so you go, damn.
0: But that's c-. a thing now.
1: But it's all him. Like people, people do these Vine stars do videos with his voice in the back. Like he's the dude. That's right?
0: crazy.
1: Like they use a lot of his punchlines for everyday situations. That's that's what you want to reach. That's what you want to kind of reach to be. See with dig. your chest and all that, right? Kevin oh, Hart yeah, pineapple. He's a he's a whole he's a powerhouse, and that's you got to respect that. I do And I don't have a coveted spirit I just go Thank you Kevin Hart Thanks for showing me That everybody wanna be famous there. But don't they wanna put the work in That Man, shit is real That shit is And real. you watch that You go damn I gotta work hard Like this little motherfucker Because that's the way I'ma get it Now do you understand
0: Actually how small he is though He's a little guy little Like guy. I saw him live A couple of years ago Yeah And the mic stand Was at it's lowest point And he still couldn't reach it Kevin he still had guy. to get on... He's a short guy. ...a stool. I have never... But that's, I laughed, but that's the irony of it. I laughed even started because I was like, dude, you but can't yeah. reach the mic.
1: But just that... But I guess that's, it, it works for the irony. The littlest guy is the biggest dude in common. So, wow.
0: This is true. So, this he can true. be
1: this big, but he's a giant.
0: He's absolutely... He's a giant. So small.
1: So he's he can be five, whatever, but he's a giant. And you got to respect it. it. I, do. I do. Damn. Because
0: I remember me and my mom used to do, like, when I first turned 21, and I could, like, hang out with my mom at the 21 and over spots. And I don't know why I was so excited to do that. But I was. And one of the things that we would do a lot um, was comedy clubs. Huh. And Kevin Hart would be there a lot. And he was funny then. But he was just, you know. Like, I guess everybody else who's funny and... Now you see how you looking at me watching me now? And then all of a sudden... I'm going to do the same thing. You absolutely are. Yeah, I believe I, that. he's funny. Yeah. <laughs> he was now funny. Things will turn so over. So when I first started seeing him doing, like, other things, you know, little small TV roles or movie roles or whatever, I was like, oh, that's the guy. And he was like, that's the guy from the comedy store. now Or from, you know, whatever he, wherever he was. And now it's like, he's everywhere. And he's a household name now. Household name. And that's so dope. And I'm
1: happy for him.
0: And, and, and it's a testament to not just comics or comedians, but everybody. Everybody. Like, you you have to start from somewhere. And it, feel, it may feel like Kevin Hart came out of nowhere, and now he has a thousand movies every time you turn around. It's like an opening weekend for him. But he really has been doing this grind for such a long time. Long As time. a matter of fact, me and my mom were watching Bounce TV, which, again, I don't know even why. Bounce. Bounce. But it was, like, some movie from, I don't know, 2009, I think it was. Kevin Hart's clothes had to be at least... Five times too big for him. Ah, Jersey era. It, it was. It was like a little bit after the throwback era. He was wearing. I don't even know what. And I just remember thinking. And he was kind of like chubby. And I was like, yeah. What is this movie? Kevin, yeah. But he's. But I say that to say he's been around. Yeah.
1: And uh, for a minute. And I like to. And I like his power. And I go, Damn, I want to be like that one day. Is he somebody to look up to? Yeah. That it, it, so.
0: like. Figuratively speaking, not literally. That's funny,
1: yeah. Not, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that brings me back to that joke on Martin. It's like I'm gonna go talk to Lopez eye to eye, eye <laughs> to eye. And you gonna need a stool? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna use the same stool I used to milk used to milk you with, Elsie. And that just that whole <laughs> shout out to Martin Lawrence, one of shout the greatest out, sitcoms hey, I've ever seen. And the funny is the thing, and the funny, and the funny thing, you know, around that and time, man. and around that time, the debate was between Seinfeld and Martin. Right mm, around that time, really? Because uh, I was watching uh. That O.J. miniseries?
0: Which one? The, the one? Just, one or no, or the, the one that came out. Well, the FX that, one. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That O.J. series. And the thing that the jurors was talking about the most was how Seinfeld was good for white people and how Martin...
0: Really? It. Yeah. I don't think so, I missed that part, but Martin. But the
1: first three seasons, a, of Martin is perfect television. I can't tell everybody that it's perfect television. You need
0: to understand.
1: First three seasons, of Martin was the funniest thing I've ever seen My as a kid. My
0: friends, we speak Martin fluently. Yeah. Like it's a full language. You gotta I speak cannot Martin. go a full day without quoting Martin in context, like a regular conversation, like how you just were like this Martin reference that came, literally. Yeah. We speak Martin.
1: Yeah.
0: And it's like the most insane thing ever. He had. Um, okay. I never if knew you, that there was if a you, thing. If
1: you wish to be a, a sitcom writer, you want to write something as funny as the first three seasons of Martin, mm-hmm. and then try to get better, because when Martin got all druggy, and then him and uh, Gina got the, the restraining order, and yeah, all no, that's no, when it got weird, but when weird, they yeah. was in sync, when they was just a team that of funny people, oh,
0: that was some good damn TV right
1: there. That's Tommy Cole, Pam Martin, and Gina. I mean, it was just those five, and you was just ready to see how these five motherfuckers <laughs> was just going to make you laugh this Thursday. Because it was Thursday.
0: This Thursday. It was absolutely Thursday it was night. Thursday it nights. was It was Living Single, Martin, and then uh, Living New York, New York and undercover. Recovered.
1: And Martin made the drug dealers go inside for 30 minutes and stop dealing
0: I used to take a shower during Living Single. People like,
1: yo, man, we gotta get ready for me. So People used to it. tape Martin and bring it to school the next no, day. No,
0: not taping yo, it. Yo, I
1: used to I tape Martin.
0: So used to Fox, tape Martin. Let's talk about how Fox used to be some black ass Bomb. TV. Living Color was in Living Color. Okay, let's talk about Living Color for just a moment. Can that come back or no? If if this is not the most perfect climate for an Living Color if sketch they, comedy show, only if they
1: let Canaan do it.
0: Only they have like to. Well, it if wouldn't Kenan be in Limit do it, Color if And he they give Keenan
1: all those rights to be as... Because you gotta understand, Living Color was raw. In the 90s, it was a whole lot Okay, okay and the that's race. what I
0: was just talking about. There were. Okay, let's talk about it. Men on film could not happen. There would be so many marches about, like, oh, anti homophobic, yeah. whatever. Men on film
1: was so great. It
0: was brilliant. It can't happen. Uh, what was the guy? Handyman, the handicapped superhero. Yeah. He, can't, he can't happen. When
1: Damon was just ahead? Yeah. So
0: like. There are so many things that can't happen now because of all of these PC, like, rights, equal rights groups and, like, all this. Everybody has to have a platform. So, like, as perfect as this climate is for in living color, it can't happen.
1: Gotta let... So sad. Only if if Fox would let... The strictures ain't gonna come off because people, Mm. too, offended at everything now. Right, like, everything. Or want to be offended at everything now. And I don't understand why because you can be offended... But To get offended You realize There's no physical pain Right There's actually No real mental pain When you get offended You're offended And then you go home And, and it's eat over. And then over it's, it's over, over. <laughs> And it's over And a British comic Pointed that out I was watching some clip He was like You realize When people get offended Nothing really happens to them Yeah Nothing, nothing. So I'm like But you know But When, when I get pulled over By the cops platform. I could catch a bullet In my back So therefore I Take offense Over a bullet Right. Well, let me talk about this. Say, like, yeah, so let me only talk if,
0: about this shit. Yeah, only if
1: only if they let Keenan do it and have full creative control, would would that show make it. Cuz I want to hear I want to hear the raw shit. I want to hear what's going on. I want people to come against what's happening right now.
0: And that would be the perfect platform cuz they were so I don't good dis- at it. I don't this for. It. Dude, that would be great. I don't this for. It.
1: If Keenan really, cuz he tried. It tried to work. And it didn't happen. It happened a few years ago. Well, my boy they, got, oh, my boy got picked up for the in show. Color? We remember, I remember celebrating with my boy Jermaine Fowler. He had got the show, and we was all dancing in front of the fucking uh comedy show in New York, and then not wound up not happening. Oh, damn. And, uh, I
0: didn't know that. Which Jermaine
1: bounced back beautifully. He's like on NBC now, he's doing his thing. But uh, but uh, nah, he Keenan tried and it and never it never it never, had, never had that rollover.
0: This would have been the great. This is a. This is such a perfect lineup
1: for out. a show like that. But yeah, it would be. And shout out to the tough motherfuckers that would. The tough comic motherfuckers that would audition for a show that gritty.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah, because I, I, I like. That was stuff. a gritty ass show. It was gritty. It was and really I beautiful. think I was so young when it came on, so yeah. I didn't really, really understand the fullness of it. But here's when I it think is. of the characters now, I'm like, this is brilliant. Huh. The guy from jail who went to jail and became like smart, and he would use like uh, big words in the wrong context. Uh, now as an adult who knows actually knows the meanings of those words that he was using. It, brilliant. Back then I didn't get it cuz I didn't yeah. I didn't know what he was talking Damon, about, but as an adult Damon, I'm like man. this is Damon brilliant. was a problem in the 90s. Oh my god. Damon
1: was a problem in the that 90s. Is crazy. Boy. Yeah.
0: What about It's a different time. It is a different time. What about So what 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 are you watching these days? What or what, like what comics are you watching, comedians, what are you watching any sitcoms? Well, all I, right
1: now I'm watching Atlanta.
0: Oh, I've not seen it yet.
1: Oof. Donald Glover, he, it's, uh, it's a golden classic. I
0: really, is it a comedy, though?
1: It's a dramedy.
0: Okay.
1: I did, it is fun. It is a good show, man. Because I mean, he was... Paperboy my favorite character. I really liked, him on, Paper Paper I really liked him on that
0: one show, Community, yeah. The Community. Well, he
1: wrote he wrote a masterpiece, so you need to watch it. The first three episodes were should all win Emmys. So uh, I can't wait to see tonight, the fourth episode coming on. Tonight. Okay. Oh, it came on yesterday. I'm going to see it today.
0: Okay. But, what um,
1: does it come on? FX? It comes on FX... Tuesday night ten thirty. I
0: want to support it because it's a black show.
1: And it's a good, black, just, it's a good show. I'm just gonna say it's that. It's a good show. Oh, it's a good show.
0: I heard that it was good. It's a good I show. Heard, what else? What else do you watch? Blackish.
1: Blackish? No, nah, I don't have cable, so
0: I don't. Really, Blackish comes on ABC. I
1: don't. I, I don't have. I don't flip channels to watch Blackish, but I heard it's doing great things.
0: You, it's really good. I watch. Uh, what do I watch? I don't know. I watch. But
1: <laughs> I watch a lot of documentaries. Oh, and shout out! I still and I always gotta talk about this that fucking Bloods and Crips Made in America was one of the greatest documentaries I've ever seen in my life.
0: Bloods and Crips Made, made America?
1: in America? That thing was so deep. What, what it's is on it? Netflix. Oh. Bloods and Crips Made in America. It's an hour and a half of oh, what the fuck. <laughs> really?
0: It's it based what happened? L.A.?
1: Yeah, because it all started.
0: Obviously. It all right. started but here. you know, sometimes they be trying to have that shit and in the, Arkansas or whatever the fuck. People nah, talk bro, about they talked about
1: when it happened and why it happened and... What came from it, and oh, so good.
0: Okay, I, I don't think I've ever seen it. I
1: like, but I love, but you gotta like, I love I love gang documentaries. Oh, I like me too. Stuff, I yeah. actually
0: do too. I watched. There was a great one about Compton that the gang narrated and kind of was a part of. Yeah. Recently, but Bloods and Crips made
1: in America, so good.
0: <laughs> so back to comedy, yeah. because that's not funny at all. Yeah, but um, no. Except well, no, kind of gang banging these days is actually quite hilarious. Yeah, to the do The fact it. that like. Little Wayne, I guess, is the blood
1: now. Or Chris Brown. Uh, or Yeah, you
0: know, it's a, it's a it's a, it's culture. It's just culture. It's the another gang is culture. Gang culture. It's
1: gang culture oh, is, yeah. is a culture. And you can shun it and, and say it's stupid, but them niggas is out there. No, real, is real, real real, the real the real, oh, the real ones? yeah, the real They're way, not bro. funny. I'm and talking I respect about and I respect the rapper them.
0: ones. And yeah. like this I don't R. know what they get
1: The yeah, that. rapper and RB, hey man. I think that's just all for but the real ones, the real big faces and little turtles, what are these names that they got? <laughs> big face a, frog and all the motherfuckers. That is
0: hilarious.
1: Uh, them boys that, you know, came up in the 70s and 80s when it was real. And they used to starch their jeans where your jeans could stand in the corner, <laughs> like getting sharp. The Cortez wearing motherfuckers. The niggas that stand You can't see this, but the ones that stand like that. He's absolutely doing that,
0: And And when they stand like that. <laughs> you know they, what? You see the that damn boss Before we leave it today I got a photo I got to get a photo Of you doing that And yep. I got to post that So you guys got to Make sure you follow me Yo, At Joy that, Hearts J-O-I That is
1: the realest stance <laughs> If you see a dude Do that in the streets
0: <laughs> Cross the street make Because sure that is you the gang pose For this picture That that my feet right When they hit that you got to see how he's manually yeah. turning his feet. <laughs> shit hurts your legs. My... You got to get your ballet turnout. Yeah. Work on that. Them Work on that. Hit that right there. That's that West. And you'd be like, yep, yeah, I respect it. I respect
1: it and I love it from a documentary's length. I would never want to rep that. Because I'm not, I can't front and be a Crip or a Blood. Because that's a whole, that's a strong lifestyle That's to
0: live. a very. It's a scary lifestyle to live. Thing to want to do. Shout out Just... to
1: Schoolboy Q for for schooling me on that shit. And the blank face LP. Anyway. <laughs> Schoolboy Q taught me how it was to be a Crip. Shout
0: out to hip-hop in general for just always being the liaison between yeah. culture and the streets and yeah. real-life experiences about people whose maybe stories wouldn't ever be told. And, yeah. and you know, for people who want to know, but ain't about it. Yeah. Because I ain't about it either. I'm born and raised in South Central, but I ain't about it.
1: I'm not about the gang life, but I, I do respect no parts it. of it.
0: Because
1: if that's what you got to choose, that's what you got to choose, big homie. I'm not gonna stop you. A grown ass man, and that's where it, you know. And man, that's, you a grown-ass
0: man, you a grown ass man. You a
1: grown ass man, man. You gonna do what you do, but I do respect it. Yeah, but I couldn't be a part.
0: Of it. Or a grown ass woman. Yeah, there's some that, ladies that, out in these streets they doing be, it. They, be, they, they, tough. Be, they, be, they <laughs> tough. Is that the modified lady <laughs> version west, of it? That's the West West. <laughs> the lady when version of it supports like the breast, I guess, that, is what he's that, doing. It's I don't the know. Cross, <laughs> but that West ball, <laughs> when they stand like that, dude. That is hilarious. No. So let's talk a little bit about what you have coming up. You are here in L.A. until uh-huh. when?
1: Till like, November.
0: Till November. So if you are in L.A. and you want to see some comedy and you want to see put a face to a voice, where can we find you? Derek
1: Gaines, baby. Uh, I'll be at UCB tomorrow. I don't know when this is coming out, but Thursday night, 9.30, I'll be at the Repentance Show at UCB on Franklin Ave. And then Saturday, I'll be at Flappers Comedy Club. Flappers? Flappers in Burbank. And then... Okay. uh. So I got some dates in on October. On October nineteenth, I'll be at the Hollywood Improv. October twenty seventh, I'll be at the Comedy Store. Okay. Uh, I think I'm going to San Diego. One of these, do the Madhouse Comedy, but I forgot. But October is going to be full of stuff. So make sure you hit me on my Instagram, yeah. the Great Boy T H E G R E A T B O Y. And uh, you're gonna want
0: to spell that one more time and slow it down t- just a tad bit.
1: Okay. <laughs> I've been doing it so much, but the Great Boy T H E G R E A T B O Y. And then uh, hit me up on Twitter, Derek One Gains, D-E-R-E-K is the spelling, One G-A-I-N-E-S. And then on Facebook. And uh, but I really commit to my Instagram page. I'm at four thousand one posts. Oh. I Only got three thousand six hundred twenty eight followers, <laughs> but I got four thousand one posts. So you so you know I'm throwing up content. All right. Oh, wow. And uh, so yeah, that's where I'll be. Um, I'm doing some cool stuff now. I'm I'm filming a, a episode of a new show coming out on Fox called Training Day. Okay. Uh, training Day comes out next year. I'm in episode seven. I'll be in episode seven.
0: All right. Episode seven, the lucky number?
1: Yeah. Take it like that. Okay. Episode seven, I'm playing a thief, but I'm a funny thief. Okay. So that should be cool. Uh, I got two shows on MTV. Uh, I think y'all remember the one broke-ass game show, and I'm on this show with D right now called Joking Off, and uh, that comes on Thursday nights at 1030. And uh, I'm constantly writing jokes, working on joke work, because this time, me in L.A., this time, is called The Raw Campaign. Okay. I'm bringing the real, the, the grit, the, like a lot of people say, yeah, you're not from here, bro. I'm like, yeah, I don't know how you can tell, but yeah, <laughs> I'm not. They'd be like, you got a way about you, the way you talk, the way your beard is unkept. You know, <laughs> and it's, it's not, it's not, not really, like, oh, I'm going to get it, yeah, under here, but I'm doing it for the, the role now. I mean, it's not that much unkept, but it's, okay. it's a scraggler and I want it. Okay. But, um, yeah, so I'm doing stuff. Just just watch just out. Black man, stuff. black man, just trying to stay on the path. And, uh. Uh, yeah, and I'm, uh, you know, I'm pissing people off, I'm making girls laugh, I'm making dudes jealous because I'm making the girls laugh. Good stuff. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is hilarious. So, once again, make sure you do check him out on Instagram and social media. And, and Twitter, ladies, I may not be a relationship
1: dude, but I am the greatest company ever. Okay. I'm great so company.
0: So, if you're just looking for a, you know, first half a cuffing season partner, I have first two in November. half
1: of cuffing. But you gotta understand, I may not be able to spend the rest of my life with you. <laughs> but I can give you the
0: weekend of a lifetime. You see oh, what I'm saying? Look at the game. Did you though. see the
1: did you see the juice on that? Ha? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> ha joy? Anyway.
0: But here's the thing. <laughs> what you miss, I gotta give you the visual. Was how he leaned back with it and gave me that cool like.
1: Oh, you should see the swag that was attached to it. Yeah. All oh, the swag so, that was
0: attached. To if that the lying wasn't enough, was gold. You man. needed to have that lean in. So that you lean could see was. What was, really lean doing. was
1: the, the. The lean was the sell.
0: Yeah, the coat. Yeah, it was a cold lean. ass lean. So.
1: Cold ass lean, bro. It's a cold ass lean. Thank you. Bro. <laughs> That's
0: hilarious. It's
1: a cold ass lean. So
0: make sure you check him out on Instagram. Yeah, girls, Facebook, come Twitter. check me out
1: just for the fact that I got a cold ass lean.
0: Fellas, come check him out because he's gonna have some cool sneaks on.
1: Oh, fellas, like, I, I I'm the voice of a I'm the voice of the single dude. <laughs> I'm the voice of the single the single dude.
0: The voice of the single dude. I'm the
1: voice of the. I'm the poster child for the. We should have
0: led with that because I don't and even know what that means. I'm
1: the voice of the single dude. And shout out all the single dudes that's cool being single, but they get fingers pointing at them because they just out there just trying to they just trying to hustle. Does that happen to men? They ain't got no kids. They just they just career driven. They just trying Does to do that things. Does that really happen to they dudes? Trying to, they trying to support their mama. Oh.
0: <laughs> Shout out to moms. They're the real MVP. They, they try to support their mama. Kevin Durant. Man. Listen, that's a real question. What's that? Does that really happen to dudes? Are people really out here pointing the finger at y'all for not having kids and being single? People, women be
1: jealous because women want niggas trapped. You ain't got no girlfriend? Because they always ask me, You ain't got no girlfriend? Nah. Why not? What you mean, why not? Love my life. <laughs> Well, I don't need her problems and mine. Okay. I will take your problems for a weekend, <laughs> right? I can do that. Then you gotta go, and then we can hang out, and then we let's let's space out some time. Let me give you let me give me a chance to miss you, huh? <laughs> <laughs> give me a chance to miss you a little bit.
0: Come back, and
1: we back at
0: the cool.
1: We Alicia Keys and Usher right now. Be my
0: boo, baby. Goodbye. Just be my Alicia
1: Keys. That's not a real
0: answer for for girls. You realize it for women. I don't know why. I don't slut shame. I'm not the slut shame nigga. No, 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 no. We're not talking about slut shame, (laughs) which is like in a couple episodes, actually. But I just mean like if a dude or any person in life, family member, whoever is like, do you have a boyfriend? And I'm like, no. And they're like, why? Because I'm living my life. Live your life. That does not go well. Mm. It goes so many different ways.
1: True.
0: So like, dude, that totally, we should have totally led with that. That's like a whole next... Oh,
1: hey, I'm I'm around to November. You can have me back. November. See see if, if all your cause I know you hang out. Because the way your hair is, lets me know. You got queen friends that got the same hair. <laughs> you got you got gold in your hair. you got gold rings in your hair. And I'll be saying you'd be having your head wrap on, everybody all pressed and did. Queens wearing linens, no walking linens. around barefoot. No linen.
0: So if if
1: <laughs> so if you're um new if you're nuanced, uh, militant black Beyonce friends, <laughs> no. like Lemonade friends, I'm talking about your Lemonade.
0: Okay, the Lemonade. Beyoncé. I like
1: the Lemonade Beyonce girls now. Okay. I like. I actually like them. The proud. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard to bang them because it's a lot. There's a lot of righteousness you gotta. You gotta read through that. Re- through that. <laughs> <You> gotta, <laughs> hey, tickle, tickle, baby. You, you gotta tickle through the righteousness, but whatever. If they like <laughs> this, I hate you. if they like this, then I'll come back and, and talk some more.
0: Okay. Cause
1: I'm on a new level.
0: Uh, <laughs> that is hilarious.
1: Yeah, but that's that. But thank you, Joy, for 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 the time.
0: Absolutely. Well, thank you for coming on and sharing a little bit with us about your comedic journey. Hopefully, and I said something. Dropping a couple of um. Jim dropping. Gotta drop some Jim. Yeah, gems. historic moments in comedy from Richard Pryor to Martin Lawrence and everything in between. Yeah, that's what we was talking about.
1: Yeah. I do these podcasts. I like them. I like talking my <laughs> shit. I do these podcasts.
0: I do these podcasts. I do these. I do these. I do these. I'm on a podcast tour right now. I
1: do this podcast tour. It's so funny.
0: That would be great, actually. (laughs) I would would do a podcast tour. Anyway, it could happen. I think it's probably. It It could happen. If not, I have my own and I'll just pander it around town. Anyway, so thank you guys for tuning in uh, to Local Astronauts Real Matters of the Heart. You can find me on social media at Joy Hearts, J O I H E A R T S. That's everywhere Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. The whole, all of those things. Yeah. Find me mean, there. Check me out. Definitely look for this picture of Mr. Derrick Gaines, A.K.A. the Great Boy. I will be posting yeah. this shot of him giving you that classic L.A. turnout gangsta. Yeah, West Side. them
1: boys do that. It's a plie,
0: ain't it? <laughs>
1: no. It's not a plie.
0: Plie is no.
1: Oh, okay. It's whatever it's called. You're, what but, you were doing
0: is fourth position.
1: That yeah Well, the the the, bras, the the oh the whole, the OGS <laughs> do four position. And they throw up the west, and you be like, "Yep, that's real."
0: (laughs) All right, y'all, we out of here. Until next week, holla.